Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are we recording? We sure are. Welcome to the hot flush. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the hot flush. The How many pre- years have we been doing the this? The premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my lovely and elegant friend, Mrs. Berry. How's that brain fog today, Mrs. Oh, it's Wook? just chugging along nicely. <laughs> Thank you very much. I've had my pill. I've had my... my uh, See, I can't even remember what I've had. I know. Wow, you've magnesium. Are, my you, a bit, oil. are you a little bit? Got a bit of a stage fright I'm about a bit tomorrow nervous, night. Nervous, yes. For those, there might be a lot of new listeners. Oh, I know. For those who know, uh, we recorded a segment, a show, for insight on um, what we do. So, Kim. Yes, we did. How did we go? Uh, well, we were both quite concerned because we got to the end of the recording and both looked at each other and go and went. I don't even, I can't even remember what I said. What happened in there? Yes. And uh, then today, oh, I've had a couple of friends contact me over the last few days going, I just saw you on SBS. I'm going, oh, my God. And uh, then I saw um, the four and a half minute clip, like the promo. And can we just talk about the freeze frame? Can we talk about the freeze frame? Okay, so the freeze frame is the still that starts out the clip and the freeze frame <laughs> describe yourself in that freeze frame kim uh, i am at my best jabber the hut it is there's so many chins my mouth is open and are you eye rolling with your eyes a bit too i probably was mid eye roll and it's like you know i do my own i do my news bulletin each week and even just with the paltry uh audio visual development production skills I have, I managed to put a thumbnail of me smiling at the beginning of that video. Just a photo, people. Just a photo. Oh, it Rather was than my open, my open gob just going, and another thing. And it was just four minutes of excruciating because you and I just basically... It was us. It was like the Kim and Kate show in that four and a half minutes oh. and I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not sure how we came across <laughs> And, and you know that I'm quite fond of a microphone and I, you know, world domination is my life goal. So so you're new here this week. You're starting to get a bit of flavour about mm. how really, truly just... Fast all, and loose. All over the shop we are. <laughs> so welcome and thanks for joining us. How welcome. Did, how was your week? Oh, look, it's, it's... I think it was okay. I think I had... I was more productive last week than I think I had been for the previous three. Mm. And I got to the f- I got to Friday night and I went to bed at 6.30. Well, on, fr- <laughs> on Friday night there was outrage in our house because we'd been invited out over to dinner at a friend's place, a new friend's place, Ooh. at 7 o'clock. Oh, you can't do that. That's like <laughs> Well, I'm fine. Mr. Woog was aghast. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Woog does like to keep the hours of a toddler. I know, I know, but you know, of literally course, dawn to dusk. Of course, who ends up last one leaving? You two. No, I left oh, before him. he did. Oh, really? Oh, I had to get up and do things. I was a busy gal this weekend. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Yes. He, he always get, ends up having a lovely time. He, yes, he just has to have the tantrum about. <laughs> he has it. A, yeah, he he talks a good talk, but hmm. the follow well, through is not necessarily. Uh, I um. Stupidly overprogrammed the weekend. Now, overprogramming is when you got too much stuff on. Yeah, yeah, and mm. you really like, and that's fine when you're younger. But as you get older, you really don't want to overprogram your weekend. No, because you get to Sunday night and you actually have a big cry. You have a big cry. Yeah, I um, where were you on Saturday, Mrs. Woog? I went to the Hawkesbury races. 
The Hawksby races. Yes, I've got more to say about that uh, on the list. I have some <laughs> things to say about the Hawksby races. It was a beautiful day, but I have got lots to say which will keep you know that when i when i watched your footage from that weekend the absolute bitchy bitchy in me just came out like did you enjoy my fashions on the field footage oh of course but uh yeah i have plenty to say about that as the episode goes to air and we also had a really interesting meeting this week kim with ladies and gentlemen an advertising agency <gasps> has gotten People. in contact with us and have finally decided that we are worthy. We are worthy. And not only are Can they you going, believe it? Oh, we are worthy. So it's, taken four, it's taken four years, people. We're like... Quarter of a million listens. <laughs> we're the poster children for never giving up. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were, so we were assured by this lovely woman that we were saleable into market. Like I went back to my marketing days. And um, so the best thing about it is... We get to read the ads because I didn't want them just to put generic ads in. No. We get to read them and we are so excited about I'm that. so excited. And can I just say, if it's not for like like junk food, I'm going to be really disappointed. If we have to talk about the benefits of like health products. Well, we're not qualified to talk about that. I'm pretty sure you... Well... Oh, look, anyway, we have to read the script. <laughs> but we promise we're going to add our own essence into oh, that. As, as if it isn't going to have some flair. Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> We're going to be lining up. We're going to be rich, Kim. Just, yeah, rich. Well, we'll be able to uh, we'll buy be batteries. We'll be rich in love. <laughs> we'll be able to buy batteries. batteries. And maybe someone to do some post-production Ooh, for us. that'd be nice. What, what does, does that we, mean? That literally means we just give them this rough file and then they... You know, do the top and tail, and okay, we have a gonna... we have a proper official like introduction that you know, like you have music, and then you have you saying welcome to the hot flush, and then there's another little bit of music, and then and I go, then we go. Today's episode is yes. brought to you by yes. Combantrum. Stop scratching your ass. Yes, correct. Do you know in our house because we uh, Rob and I are old and we pop uh, Voltaren. 25s like lollies yeah i always call things the wrong name yeah and so they're called combantrons in our house <laughs> so we'll literally be out somewhere and i'll just go oh, i'm really combantron is there combantron <laughs> in your bag i'm sure people just must go what is happening what's happening in that household mm. okay so we all had wait i had a busy week you had a productive week who yes. even are we and can i just say you know we're this is Unique for us, isn't it? Because we're recording on a Monday. On a Monday, because I was busy. You were busy. Uh, and, and you've had an appointment today. Tell us about that. I did. So I've been up – and interesting conversation. I was had about this on Facebook the other day with another friend. I got up at five. I'm not smug about that. I don't think I'm somehow a better person. No. I just You're operate just be better. tired. I, yeah, I, I am. I just hit three o'clock in the afternoon and go, you're all on your own. I'm out of here. <gasps> Isabel Barbara. Uh, and if people new listeners, uh, that's Woogs's dog. Yes, we are. We record this in my kitchen. We do, and uh, which is actually a huge step up from when we used to just lie on your bed. <laughs> Look, we have come on leaps and bounds in we the last really six has. months. We really have leaps and bounds. Uh, so yeah, but I got up and I did. You know, I had lunches made. I had a banana smoothie ready for the boys, and then I left the house early. Mrs. Berry left the house early. Oh, she's going off. She's going off to have words. Stop it. 
shutting the front door. See, this is gripping. This is gripping. For all of you that have turned up here now, uh, this is what you have been missing out on. You thought this was all about menopause. This is about menopause and perimenopause because easily distractible, uh, not really capable of remembering things. Am I what? Oh, yeah. And so, see, I even forgot what I was talking about. So I left early this morning for my six monthly catch up with the poo doctor. And, you know, my beautiful, handsome, gay poo doctor, those first two things, not necessarily, not necessary, inappropriate, but worth stating. And uh, I got halfway there along Wakehurst Parkway and had to turn around. Why? Because I'd left my referral. Oh, at home. I've done that when I had to have. Um, and you know when you forget your referral, oh, you and then cry. The, well, the secretary just gets really cross with you, and you we can't put it through to Medicare without the referral. And and um, so I turned around and went home. And so then I was eight minutes late, and he got angry at me. The poo doctor did. He got crank, like he was cranky at me, and actually had a go. And then he was like, "How old I, is this young snapper?" Yeah, he's quite young. Uh, and I was like. Uh, and he just went, you know, it just throws out my whole day. Oh, my God. A doctor's late. And I just... Fuck and I And I was just like, I'm really like... And I was genuinely sorry. And I told him, I said, I had to go back. And, and he goes, next time, just like fax it or scan it in and email it through. Well, you're damned if you and do I'm and like, you're damned, you're damned if, you if you do and you're damned if you don't. And uh, anyway, so I almost cried. But then I pointed out to him that I had had quite the morning myself... Because I realised I did my first professional work podcast today. I mean, oh. this is professional. But, you know, professional is in work that I get paid for. Yeah. And uh, it was – it's for a series that we're doing and it's about companies that fit a certain criteria. And then this morning at 5.30, I just went to check where they were on, you know, on that scale last year and I realised they're not on it. So I'd lined up to interview the CEO – of a major, it is a multinational company, but the Australian brand uh, arm for this series, and they're not even they're not they're not eligible or relevant or excellent prep work there, Kim. Isn't that great? So you know, yeah, that was that was a high point. So I told him that, and then he just that he cheered up after that. Okay. Also, I wasn't in there very long because it's like he basically tells me, you know, wow. It's like she knows. We're not speaking to each other at the moment. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, that's off-camera stuff. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Oh, well. Mm. We've got some behavioural issues with my Shih Tzu Pomeranian Maltese dog, which, you know, I'm going to leave that in the private space at the moment because it's very upsetting. That is, that's fair. Yeah. So, anyway, so I saw my poo doctor <laughs> and uh, it's been quite some time since we've had a Kim poo update. I know. Think? Like months. Okay, well, spit it out. Well, you'll be glad to know that I still don't really have any pancreatic enzymes. Excellent. So, he wants me to take this stuff that's basically like cement that I have talked about before. I now need to go back through everything because there was a few hot flushes who already take this stuff as well. And it's apparently it tastes horrendous. You have to drink it really quickly because it solidifies. Like tequila and then, <laughs> I wish it was tequila <laughs> I don't even like tequila but I'd skull tequila before this just I don't know is it chalky yep oh yeah I know like grainy yeah. and and then it, it, it chunks like it solidifies and you have to take it two hours away from any other drugs because it sucks everything like seriously I'm quite cranky about it um oh 
oh my God, we're all just all over the shop. And uh, yeah, so that was my time at the Poo Doctor. Um, and there was something else I was going to say to you about that. Oh, the other highlight of my week, I've found my, I found my dog breed. This is very, very interesting because I'm also now in the market for a new dog. Because <laughs> this one's going to get kicked out <laughs> down into the fish pond. And I want, which I'm not going to get because who spends four grand on a dog? What's it called? Oh, a griffin. A griffin something. It's the, dog that's in, um, it's the dog that's in that as movie. As good as it gets. As good um, as it gets. With Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. God, wow. Man, We're firing. Yeah. <laughs> we actually do better when we drink. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's better on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon when we just are a bit more fast and loose. <laughs> I normally, I've brought snacks. Okay. We've had a bit of sugar. So tell us oh. what your dog is. Oh, it is a Jackapoo, which is a Jack Russell cross poodle, toy poodle. So I saw one at Bonavale Beach yesterday. You only like it because it's got poo in the name. I almost stole it. Like it was, it's currently weighed about two kilos. It's kind of like the size of a chihuahua, but it's not a chihuahua. And it was just, they called her Mabel. And she was just, you know, she had that real little foxy terrier sort of like. (gasps) That is the perfect dog for you. Yeah. Bit fancy, bit foxy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're moving right along. I'm moving right along. Um, so we're trying to uh, be a bit more structured in our presentations. Mm. And so what's on your list, Kim? Oh, we're doing on the list? Yes, we oh, are. okay. I've Sorry. got the running sheet. You do? I, yeah. So on the list is people or things that have irritated okay. us. Num- number one. Yep. People who get COVID tested but then just go about their life waiting for the result. So not self-isolating. Yeah. So a friend of mine was getting a blood test the other day. And there was a guy in the line behind them and they were just having a chat and the guy went, oh, yeah, I had my COVID test yesterday but, you know, I haven't heard yet. No mask. I mean, even if you you, you can't, like you're not meant to leave your house no. until you get your result. So those people are on the list. Um, oh, also on the list, mm-hmm. people who are getting the COVID test, so they're in the line to get the COVID test, who don't have a mask. Who doesn't have a mask now? Who? Let me tell you. Senior elderly men. Well, they've just got a death wish, don't they? And Karens and young men. They're the ones, the three. It's just like we, I, was in, I stood in the queue for an hour with Oscar just looking at these people going. Were you giving them the stink eye? Oh, my God. Like laser beam. <laughs> and it was quite good because it was on that hot day last week. And so the, you were already irritated. So I was already irritated, and it was we were stand. The queue was outside, no shade. So I was there for an hour in the sun. Oh, you would have been so my, la- my laser beam eyes were literally laser beams for the heat that was coming out of my body. <laughs> yeah, I got Oscar to sit in the shade of a little of a poplar sort of pine tree. It was just like it was just barely covering him, you know, because he's a big unit. Uh, yeah, and then. You know the other one who's on the list? Who? And this is also probably the news item of the week for me. Okay, maybe just suggest and mention um, because I've got a fair bit on my list. Well, let's just say you called him a thunder cunt. Ooh. I wouldn't have said that out loud. Welcome to new listeners. I say the word cunt a lot. Get over it. Right. <laughs> okay. What's yours? Um, millennials. <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay, so I went to the races 
Um, yes. It was all very, you had to sign in. It was all very, as Marshall's walking around, all mm. very socially distanced and very yeah. sensibly done. And as I was walking out of my mum's house to go to the races, I noticed my Nana's hat sitting on the hat stand. And I went, I'm going to take you to the races, Nana, because my Nana was fond of a punt. Her name was Marion. Right. So I had a little floral, little when I say little. <laughs> <laughs> I had a floral dress on, which was a bit reminiscent of a couch. Um, and atop that, I put on Nana's camel coloured hat. It didn't really go with anything. But it didn't look bad. So I thought, let's go now. Yes. And when I walked past a group of millennials some hours later, when they were baking in the sun, drinking their... Cruises. Whatever. Two of them... Goon. ...started teasing me about my hat. What? They like, said something about my hat and called me something like Granny or Nana or something like that. I didn't hear it really well, but then I got really cranky. So I went back down and then I forgot which one it was. Because oh. they, oh, no. they all looked the same. <laughs> there were young men in, in really tight pants and tight shirts and skinny ties and then sort of wrinkle pickers. <laughs> but they all looked the same to me and they all had fades. So then I couldn't really go and say, what did you say? Um so I felt a bit bad about that and then other people said that the hat was good and then I sh- shouted at a couple of millennials who were doing a wee up against the side of a building. <laughs> I said, oi, stop that. It's disrespectful. And then a whole heap of them turned around and started screaming at me, Karen, hey Karen, how nice to see you Karen. And I had to flee to the committee room. I was under attack. Oh, they're just, just skanks from the Hawkesbury. <gasps> I did not say that. No, I did. I own it. Anyway, Not I was attacked by a millennial and called Karen. So I feel bad now and I didn't stand up for myself. I would wear that Karen with pride. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'd wear it with pride. Thank you. And I also lost money. And uh, do you know, um, I, I saw a meme this week that said something like, you know, millennials who, who sort of laugh about how old we are and call us Karen and, you know, well, have fun with those 397 periods you've still got to have. (laughs) I just was like, oh, women supporting women. I love it so much. Oh, my God. But then someone reported that as hate speech. What? On the Hot Flush page. What? Karen? No, that meme. Oh, yeah. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Really? Yeah. Oh, lucky I didn't see that. I banned them. Did you? Oh, for those new listeners, uh, the Hot Flush Facebook page is where to be. It's a private page. Yes. So come and join us. It's a safe space. It's a safe space unless, unless you report, you're a dick. Unless you're a dick and then we throw you out. Yes. And we there is no such thing as like, you know, three whatever's – what's the thing? Three misdemeanours and you're out. No. It's like, no, nah, you're a cunt, you're gone. <laughs> well, we don't have time wow. for that. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rein it in now. Why? To drink. Why? I don't know. Um, okay, let's talk about the news item of the week. A news item of the week is something that stood out to us during the week from the news cycle. Kim, I think you've got something for us this week. So, our ex-prime minister, the good one or the bad one, Tony Abbott, oh, the shit one. There's all that story about you know him becoming a trade minister, which you know for the trade envoy for the UK. What the fuck? Like, I just don't even... What is what is happening? Anyway, <laughs> um, it wasn't actually about that because that's just annoying. This was actually just... This was, su- this was such peak Tony Abbott that I 
even I was completely flabbergasted. He did a speech at the UK's um, policy exchange think tank. Uh, And (laughs) I'm just going to read you Annabelle Crabbe's summation of it because that's the best, right? Speaking of our 28th Prime Minister, and congrats, Tony, lovely to see the odd, muscular and determined salmon swinging, swimming against the national unemployment tide. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Um, he showed up at the UK's policy exchange think tank this week to speak and gave evidence before the UK Parliament's Foreign Affairs Select Committee, whom he assured that most Australians cheered mightily when the UK voted leave. And in brackets, Annabelle's gone, okay, (laughs) which is now firmly entering every conversation I have. Mr Abbott also shared some thoughts on what he termed a health dictatorship being run by the Victorian government, which he argues is needlessly prioritising the life of the elderly over freedom. (laughs) Viz, every life is precious and every death is sad. But that's never stopped families sometimes electing to make elderly relatives as comfortable as possible while nature takes its course, he told the committee. Annabelle. Hmm. So, also also Tony Abbott... Three years ago, when the selfsame Andrews government passed voluntary euthanasia laws, he said... It marks our descent into a country with which regards human beings as disposable and we don't want anyone ever to be regarded as useless, worthless or disposable. But that's what this legislation says. All in all, it's a welcome clarification of our former leader's right to life policy, which can now be summarised summarized thus. Humans enjoy a conditional right to life, fully enforceable, only in the event that they've asked to die. See, that's the problem when stupid people get a stage or they get a platform. He used the word, the, fr- the term health economists. Oh, yeah. I don't care how conservative you are. The minute you're talking in a language that uses a phrase called health economists, you can fuck right off. Mm. Because if we're not a more civilised society than that, then, uh, then all hope is lost. He did get an absolute bloody caning. He really did, didn't he? he? Really that did. was thoroughly enjoyable. And I did watch a, a um, very good interviewer, a lady in the UK, <gasps> yes. interviewing someone who was springing, you know, was accolading him as as uh, being an expert in the area of trade. And she kept bringing it back to the fact that he was a sexist, misogynist, homophobe. Yes. And it was really, really good television. It really was. And he just sort of kept sort of just looking, going, make a stop. Uh, (laughs) She's not being nice. She must be on a period. (sighs) Right. Did you have a news item? Who did say, oh, no, it was Trump who said she's bleeding from her eyes or bleeding from somewhere. Yeah. It was Donald Trump. Mm. I don't have a news item. I tried to not watch the news this week because I was on on me, uh, me rags. And and you're on your rags and it really gets, and you know, I just there's only so much I can cope with. And again, on your rags. I know. Oh, they're coming through thick and fast (laughs) at the moment. Let me, friends. (laughs) Thank you, all our new readers. I think you've got the flavour of us and what we're on about. We're not exactly health awareness, but we we do discuss what's happening in your lives. Uh, next What's one next? Is, is Kim's interesting work fact. Oh. Now, Kim works in uh, the food and beverage 
industry. I support the food and beverage industry very passionately. So she puts together a magazine called... Uh, food and drink business. It's a trade title. It's a trade title, but she gets to like try all the good stuff that comes in and and like yes. And she has interesting work facts. And this week, you've got one for us. In Australia, one pack of Western Star butter is sold every second. See, I wouldn't have even put them in like. I know, right? I mean, I use their butter in, in baking. Western Star now, are they? Now, a... I have to clarify this. Well, okay. not clarify. Clarify. Good Oh, I, uh-huh, I see what I did there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because this actually came in an email from a PR person. Um, but I kind of went, per second? Like, that's a lot. Like, how many seconds? Like, a block of Western Star every second. Well, if you think about bakery chains like Baker's Delight, for example, they might use that butter. So they might order like a fuck ton of butter. Oh yeah, they might have so rounded that, it out. Yeah, they might have I mean? rounded That's out their commercial sneaky. to their. These I don't PR know. people but can even, be very but even sneaky. So, let's Kim. say, let's say it was one pack was sold every minute rather than every second, which is what I probably think it's meant to be. Then, which then that's still a lot. That's a lot of butter. That's a lot of baked goods. A lot of baked goods. That's a lot of hot buttery toast. That's a lot of shortbread. <sighs> Shortbread. Shortbread. I used to make these shortbreads and then I had icing in the middle and stick them together. And I used to sell them. What? When I was in primary Who school. Who are you? No, when I was in primary school. You, At Christmas time. You were just a you were just a I'm just a mystery. You can't figure <laughs> me out. No, no, I was just gonna say you're a child of industry. I know. I was very <laughs> entrepreneurial back in the day. Entrepreneur? News item of the week. That was a good one. Did you like that? Yes, I did. She just looked very sus at our recording thing, which before has got out on us and we've just rabbited away, rabbited oh, away. I know. I just, it's my greatest fear that we get to the end and go, that was that was awesome. And then it hasn't recorded. And now I have another layer of that because, you know, we're using mics. And oh, I want to give everyone an update on the reoccurring zit slash beard hair. Oh, yeah. Still here. Ah. Uh. So I'm now at the point that I don't want to dig at it because I don't want to scar. But do I want to scar or do I want a beard hair? Well, you just got to – is it actually now coming out to the surface at I've least? I've teased it out a few times and it's Ooh. popped back in. Oh, okay. Well, it's almost there then. Okay. You, yeah, just hold the course. How's your facial hair going? Uh, I laser. Solved it. It's gone. Your face? Yep. So even though I have the peach fuzz, fuzz – Velius – uh, you know, just ridiculousness. I, you know, I had all of those black ones on my chin, and they were actually getting me down. Yeah, because oh, well, they are because they you can't. And then it wouldn't them. even just be the black, like the jet black ones. It would be fair ones that would then go black on mm. the end. Like I don't even know what that is. Like what? So I did my little bouger, you know, the yeah, my shaver, little shaver thing, and I went and I've had it. I've had it done four times. so No, no, three times. So uh, th- over three months I've had three laserings on it and I've only had to pull out one black hair once. That's pretty good. That's because so estrogen, estrogen is leaving the building, Kim. Yeah. Or in my case, the block of flats. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt so large in my life at the moment. Uh, what uh, about – maybe I think I'm the multiplex building site. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Barangaroo Tower. Oh, Barangaroo – I hate I'm that Packer, man. I'm Packers Pecker. I hate that man so much. Is everyone aware? Everyone is aware of that, isn't it? I'm that? not sure we've brought it up. We that like the to crown, talk about that it. The Crown 
tower in Sydney that's currently being built is called Packers Pecker because <laughs> it looks like a cock and balls. It's dreadful. It is a cock and then at the bottom the it, it expands out and it looks like testicle. It looks like a bag, yeah. you know, a ball sack. I, I, I just think it's so well, How would they let Packers that Packer. through? As you only I think could happen in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Mel- leave that to Melbourne. Give it to Melbourne. Melbourne's crown... Tower is. I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's particularly offensive or anything. Anyway, I don't like it. I don't like. Well, actually, I don't not not like James Packer because I think he's probably had a dreadful upbringing, and now I am just making shit up. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I actually feel sorry for him. Ugh. I think. I think when you grow up in that sort of family with that sort of profile and and awareness around you, and then the expectations that are on you that you're going, what yeah. you're just going to go into the family business, oh. would just be so stifling and suffocating. And speaking of dickheads, which mm. was the Murdoch son who recently resigned? Oh, so the older one. James. James resigned and Lachlan, who left the family business like, I don't know, 10 or so years ago, he's come back into the fold and luckily just bought a $130 million um, mansion in um, somewhere and uh, which was fortuitous and in buying that, Actually, I'm not sure it was in their purchase of it, but in someone's purchase of the building previously, they actually knocked down uh, Ronald and Nancy Reagan's house to build another driveway. Just such empathy for history. (laughs) That's like... Now, I don't have any nice things to say about Ronald or Nancy Reagan. Not one. I actually think the current situation we're in, particularly for the US, their current environment and societal issues, I think... A lot of them a lot are on his head. Um, but, yeah, the fact that you'd knock down a president's house for a driveway yeah. is quite spectacular. That's like when Melania, Melania, mm. Trump, pulled out all the roses from the Rose Garden. Yeah. Did you see that? She made it look like a funeral, <laughs> like... Like a crematorium. See, these things, I can't pass judgment. All I can pass is just fascination. I know. Like, what... What is her life like? I know. And and his kid. Like is he where is he? Oh, he's he's I think he's quite autistic. He's nonverbal. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you see I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, but I just like all of that lot, you know, mm, like weird. Those families. Um, any sort of fashion or beauty tips you'd like to share this week? Oh, I um I bought some linen dresses off one of those Insta shops that advertise in your insta feed and they're shit (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i'm gonna love this i know i'm gonna love it (laughs) can you what colors did you get black uh no i got yellow and green and a red something a rusty red and none of it fits oh is it all really badly cut? and it's really badly cut cheap and it's the fabric is you wouldn't you wouldn't make a chaff bag out of it. Like it's just you wouldn't wipe your ass with it, Kim. Just spectacularly terrible. And did you and leave a like, five star rating? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Why did you do that? And I can't like. And this is a company. It's so dodge. And once you actually do it, like, because I've had some. There are some really legitimate brands who advertise. Yes, of course, of course. We've got friends who do. We do. And I don't know why I thought this one would be okay. 
And so I did it and then I got an email saying we can't do that. Do you want a credit back or do you no. want like, you know. Um, Can I ask how much they were? Uh, it was like I got like I think I got five pieces and it was 170 Well. I know. I knew it was like cheap, you know, but sometimes, sometimes you just – I don't know. You should have given me that money. I would have taken it to the track and lost it for you. Yeah. But I would have had fun doing it. I know, right? So, uh, yeah, they were absolutely terrible. What, and then like, I, and then, so then I went back. Or oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, I knew it was coming from like Hong Kong and or China. And uh, so, yeah, so I got like the biggest, like 5X, which they said was like uh, 1820. And, yeah, the, I, I don't know. It's an 1820 in I, I don't know who. Like, Children land. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and then they – like, and so then I replied, like, just going, I just want a refund because they were like, we can't do it. We can't, we can't complete this order because of COVID. And I'm going, oh, there's yeah, a red flag. Yeah, there's no. a red flag. And then I did the Google searches about is this, com- you know, company legitimate and all the things you meant to do first. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, oh, that's it. I've just lost – Done your dough. Lost 170 bucks. And, um, yeah, there's like two dresses and two tops. Oh, so only four things. No, that can't be right. There was more than that. Were they gross? There's a pile on my floor now that are just Can like, you model them for us and put it up on live? No. No. I cannot. Wow. Yeah, it's that bad. That bad. Anyway, um, and just the most terrible quality fabric. Oh, my God. And uh, and then, I, of course, then the email didn't go through. It was like, no, that email address doesn't work. Oh, my God. You got done. No. So, then I just was like, they don't. I'm not a journalist for nothing. And so I found a different email and I just emailed them every, like over and over and over. And eventually they were just like, oh, no, they should be – you should be getting them. And they did. They arrived. And I'm like, oh, the shit. So, well, yeah, so that's been my uh, that's been my fashion uh, – Mrs. Wig's beauty tip for the week is oh, yes. I have long been a fan of um, Priceline Pharmacy. Yes. Ooh, I will that's... never darken the door again now that I've discovered <laughs> Chemist Warehouse. It is sensational. Everything is half price all the time. <laughs> sure, it's a bit like shopping at Costco. Like, and there's shit everywhere and it's not organised and people don't come up and ask you if you need a hand. Yeah. But a couple of people do. But the range and the, it's like 40% off all the time. <laughs> Mr. Weir got his, like, blood pressure meds and they were, like, $5. And so he's come home and said, Chemist Warehouse. And so now, if you're listening, Chemist Warehouse, well done. Okay, so we've actually just spoken about how I got ripped off and you're talking about a half-price chemist. Yep, we're there. For blood pressure. Target target audience, tick. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a quick short break. We're going to come back and we're talking about rage today. We are. we, we uh, We asked our dear listeners how they knew that they were perimenopausal and the number well, one let me just say <laughs> a lot of angry women <laughs> a lot of angry women and there was also another really great uh, post this week on the page that we're going to visit as well okay well we'll see you after the break and you know what, what? this break will end up having an ad in it <gasps> as opposed to us just coming back and everyone going you know we don't get a break right yeah <laughs> And we're back from that quick ad break <laughs> where Kim gave me a double thumbs up oh, and managed to um, strain my arthritic thumb. I did a thumbs up and it's... And she's now in pain. She's rubbing them. I did it with such vigour that... Uh, 
<laughs> Where else do you have arthritis, Kim? Oh, you name it. Early onset, you know. Well, maybe not that early now. I'm 47. <laughs> uh, mainly my, mainly my, my, in my hands and my feet. Um, they're the main features. But since I have been ritualistically taking uh, triple strength fish oil, my evening primrose oil and your collagen. E- and your ecstasy tablet. And collagen. And my amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a... Um, well, it's it's improved by about 90%, mm. which is quite remarkable. For those of you who are new, Kim is a walking encyclopedia of all things medical conditions. I am. I really am. And uh, so I, yes, that's my current situation is my arthritic pain has improved dramatically with that little cocktail. Of I've been doing the evening primrose and the fish oil for about three months and the... Um, and the collagen has been because of the treatments with this might be an interesting Dr. S- Phil. This might be an interesting segue into why you got me onto evening primrose oil. Yes. Why, Kim? Because it's a very good mood stabiliser. And what are we talking about in this segment? We're talking about how did you know you were perimenopausal? And a shout out to those in our group who have medically... Uh, do we call it induced medically induced menopause Uh, because they didn't really get a heads up they didn't get a slow burn up to like they literally just you know went all right okay I've got this medical problem and I'm getting this done and then and then the next day blammo what is happening to me I am incandescent with rage I don't sleep anymore I can't finish any of my sentences why is my skin so itchy and why yes my vagina is papery you couldn't let one episode go could not you? one without mentioning nope. the papery vagina not one why does without. why do vaginas become papery uh it's all to do with your hormones yes of course it's a lack of estrogen estrogen is such a marvelous invention and I don't know why we get robbed of it as we get older because it really does help keep things in check. Yeah. I'm really interested in talking about the psychotic mood swings because that <laughs> seemed to be one of the main themes that ran through that thread. Uh, yes. So I want to – but I want to backtrack. Okay. Uh, well, maybe maybe we do that one first because then I want us to revisit um, one of the Hot Flushes posts this week by Kerry mm-hmm. talking about having a late – in life or a midlife uh, complete career change. Yes. And it was such a wonderful post and I want us to sort of mm-hmm. revisit that. So should we do – Let's get cranky first. Let's get cranky first. Yes. I started to do a tally of the results about who, you know – What symptoms were. What the symptoms were. And, uh, well, then I kind of just got bored because there was so many of you and it was just uh, – no, I didn't leave enough room That's on my respectful. page. And, you know. Um, but there was a lot. And the main ones – Rage. Mm-hmm. And not even just the rage, just mood swings. Yeah. And it's so being like, absolutely fine and then on the, you know, the, the, the head of a thumbtack just spinning to white hot rage or you're a puddle on the floor. Yes. I think um, my family describe my moods as, um, <laughs> what's that word? You know that word. Petty? No. Kim. (laughs) 
You know how you can't really know what a cat's going to do because they're very... Unpredictable. Unpredictable, thank you. (laughs) I also get brain fog. Uh, Unpredictable. And so (laughs) they don't know quite what to expect when they see mummy. (laughs) So Linda said, rage, unexplained bursts of red hot rage and wanting to stab someone, anyone. (laughs) Followed by crying rivers of tears over nothing in particular. I'm postmenopausal now, and the good news is I don't really give a shit. <laughs> there is light at the end of this tunnel. Oh, Linda, you're just the best. Um, uh, Violet made it. So I, I'll just read some random ones yep. and they'll cross back to Cranky and they'll cross, you know. Violet has a really interesting one where she said the itchy, crawly, under the skin feeling on that. my legs at night. Restless legs, Violet. And there was quite a few of us who had that. Mm. And I was like, I had not actually pinned that to being perimenopausal. I had pinned that to just some sort of deficiency that I had from when I was pregnant because that's when it started for me was when I was having, when I had the kids. Um, uh, and she said, I probably had some other stuff going on before that. Dry vag, fatigued, <laughs> weight gain. But I put those down to other things such as diet and lifestyle. How many things in my life have I been sick with that I've put down to the fact that I'm fat? And then the problem is that you and I search too much. and you search for not according to uh, you on insights. You no, I don't drink anymore. You don't drink anymore. No, you, but apparently, back then, but back then, but like apparently, in my, 30s. My, my face when you did that sort of dropped. But anyway. <laughs> I just recall you having a couple of drinks here the other night. I don't know. Maybe I was dreaming. Yeah, yeah. No, I can drink on a night. Like, so I could have one or two drinks on a night. I think you had more than that. I might have had three (laughs) that night. Well, when I'm with you, all bets are off. Um, (laughs) But then I can't drink the next night or even probably the night after that. Like, it's the cumulative effect of it. Yeah, for sure. Just my body goes. (laughs) Well, it's such a magnet for heat in a lot of people. They they can't. It's inflammatory. Yeah. It's inflammatory, so it makes my uh, it makes my sore joints worse too. I was talking to a girlfriend today actually about it, and we both decided that wine is kind of the devil now when you get mm. a bit older. Like yeah. a nice refreshing gin and tonic is good, yeah. But like to glug back, I don't know. I know, that's the thing. Don't you reckon? But think about it. When you would look at the older people in your family when you were a kid, they were all hard liquor drinkers. Mm. They're not. They're not downing a nice, you know, a buttery shards or a, you know. Bold Shiraz, although my in-laws do, but they uh, they were drinking yeah. a whiskey or well, a I gin. Went to, or I was a at Mum's on Saturday night, Scotch. and I said, like, "Where's the wine?" She goes, "I don't drink it anymore." And I was like, "Well, where's the other stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I had to resort to the cooking sherry, um, the, the green wine. What do they call it? The cooking wine. Yeah, and then she when she put it all together, she was like, "Oh hell no, I'm only forty two." Um. And then she went to a doctor, as so many of us do, who really didn't give a crap. No, so many of them don't. And said, that's life. And that is what is one of the key things that I got from doing the Insights show was listening to the – there was two uh, practitioners, three medical practitioners there, saying how there is so much people in there who just don't want to deal with it, like GPs and stuff. They yeah. just fob you off. Yeah. Yep, they don't know about it. There's, she was even saying how there's not much training around for GPs to do extra, you know, And we study. met this gorgeous, gorgeous panellist called Emma who went oh. through it really young and she, her husband was, was a the one legend. Who, yeah. He's like, so yeah, she, she, it took 
eight years or something yeah. for her before someone finally you listened listen to, to her. her. I know. It's just that's miserable. And um, yeah, it just yeah, it's really makes us quite cranky. Now there is a guide uh, someone sent me for GPs that have a special interest in this field. So I'm going to write that down and put that oh, up can on you? Facebook page. All right. Um, Chrissy says that it was when she started a new job and um, and returned to work when her child was 18 months old and she was 43. Wow, my hat's off to you, Chrissy. Uh, that's a lot on uh, your plate. <laughs> I wasn't the same person. Vague, forgetful, slow mentally. I put it down to baby brain. But after four years or so, I realised it was more. It was so bad I worried I had early onset Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. I've had that. I've been in that. So do yeah. I. When I went back to work, uh, when the family realignment started and when I went back to work sort of full time, yeah, I was just like, mm. what is wrong with me? Like I can't remember anything. Um, and then she actually learned what her symptoms were, were likely perimenopause. But again, found out because of her own research, not because any medical professional actually helped. Um, yes, and Kira does a shout out to her medically induced perimenopausal um, fellow fellow uh, women, and that of, can of course follow certain cancer treatments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know quite a few women who, yeah, have had. Uh, cancer treatment and have to have gone through medically induced Induced menopause don't you reckon like what the like how so unfair you've got to go through chemo you've got cancer you've got to go through chemo you're literally fighting for your life and then you get this and it kicks you in the ass honestly think about um we women are fucking warriors i'm sorry yeah i'm not sorry no don't be sorry. I'm not sorry. You we said are. It. We're bloody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and even uh, one of the other women on the panel who had gone through medically induced menopause and now has a hot flush every 75 minutes. And she can't do HRT or any of the new hormone replacement therapies because she had a hormone related cancer. I tell you what, the, the, oh, I've got so much about the modern like HRT, if they call it MRT now. Yeah. Um, therapies and we were so scared of them you know going back two generations ago mm. that everything's different now yeah, yeah yeah uh and really if you if you are still of the thinking that that being on hrt is going to give you cancer then you need to do some reading and learn that that research was poorly reported not not fully reported and has been dodgy funding dod- and has been basically um completely discredited yeah it does it can slightly increase your risk um but then if you actually look at the other symptoms of menopause and the implications they can have on your health it's actually a lower risk of cancer than a lot of these other side effects i one of the panelists was this beautiful lady called rowena she was so funny and she, she, she tells a story about how she told her GP she didn't want to go on HRT because she had lifestyle choices like she, she was a drinker, she was a smoker, she was all of this. And the GP rightly sold, told her that all of those things were more harmful to Rowena than going on a course of HRT. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, my friend Marina says, rage, white, hot, irrational rage. And uh, 
And she says, totally different to PMS. And oh, yeah. It is. It it's, is. It's, yeah. This was homicidal and scary and I seriously don't know how my family coped. Well, there's a big um, influx in depression, anxiety and sadly even suicide in our mm. age bracket and a lot of that has got to do with how we're feeling about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Um, Oh, a lot of people talk about just being uncomfortably hot. Oh. But let's get back to the rage. What? What? How can we stop the rage? I think one of the things that I do is that I stop and I take note of why. Why am I <clears throat> feeling ragey? Is what I'm raging about, is that something worthwhile for me extending then all my energy, flooding my body with bad hormones that I'm just going to scream and <laughs> scream and scream? Or is it just me... Just being pissed off for some reason. Because there is like, they're, they're different stuff. Like sometimes yeah. the kids, like, they'll do things and I'll like, I'll oh, just let it go, let's let it go. But sometimes they'll do the smallest little thing. Yeah. And I will see that as like a plight on my <laughs> everything. You know what I mean? I can't move past it. So I, um, because I was a real rager and I was a re- and not in a good way and um, real anger which had come from my really severe depression when yep. the kids were little and there was an incident Felix was not very old like maybe four or five and I remember I I yelled like I turned to him and I yelled and he flinched mm. and I just I it just completely changed my life like I just broke and the psychiatrist I was seeing at the time said to me Every human emotion has a lifespan, every intense human emotion has a lifespan of about 20 minutes. And so if you, when you feel that rage coming on or when you feel like you're going to lose it, yep. you actually put yourself into a timeout and you just say, look, and you use your words, I'm feeling really angry and I just need, I just need to step out. I just need to move away. Such good advice. And I would, when I first started to do it, I would literally go up to my room, shut the door and sit with my watch. This is, you know, before. Yeah. And I'd sit there with my watch and I would literally watch the minutes. And it would, like when I first started doing it, it would take until about 13 minutes before my heart rate would start to slow and I'd start to, and then it, and then I noticed as I, it became my, Action. Well, you're retraining your body. Retraining response. my body, and that it, I got it. You know, and then eventually I would actually get to a point where I could say, "I'm feeling really angry." Yeah, and that was often enough. Like that, I got to that sort of point. And so then your body—it's a little bit like cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, your body is is learning to process those those feelings. Yeah. In a more effective way. Yeah, and I think what you're talking about is so important as well, though, in terms of before you let fly, going, actually just letting yourself feel it and just go, but go, why am I feel like, why yeah. am I feeling, feel it, whatever you do, don't try and bed it down. No. Feel it and then sort of just go, what's going on here? Yeah. And, and then, and sometimes it's really valid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes it's really valid to actually go, you know, you have no idea how angry I currently am. Yeah. And the strength that's taking me not to absolutely Lose tear shreds off you. Yeah. And it just, it really is just about 
it's actually just about taking care of yourself. Yeah, because, because those huge peaks and troughs of that emotion. It can take a day for me to oh, get over. When you ha- yeah, when you have a big emotional day, when I had that sort of co- confrontation and and with Felix that I wasn't expecting and and it wasn't like a fight, it was just – that took me days and it wasn't even a big – argy-bargy sort of disagreement. But it, it just knocks all your, your, like, serotonin goes out the window. All yeah. of this stuff goes yeah. on. Yeah. And I cheery. think, And I think, um, I think that's really – a lot of this stuff – and look, a lot of this stuff we can't completely eradicate it. But we can talk about it. Some people can. Like some HRT will do a lot for some people um, or a lot of people – uh, and other things work in terms of me not drinking caffeine and a lot of alcohol has been really effective for mm-hmm. me in terms of my hot in terms of my hot flushes. Um, well, I mean, all of that affects the quality of your sleep. And if you're not having good quality yeah. sleep, then you're halfway foot out the door as far as yeah. keeping it together. Well, and I think this is another really big thing about this is the is the insomnia, yep. is the poor quality sleep, and. A lot of us have already lived through that with children, yep. young children. And so then to sort of go back to having sleep and then not having <laughs> sleep, it's brutal. Like it's brutal when you go back to, you know, this waking up, throwing covers off, waking up again to pull them back on. Like this is Or being on that dreadful you're half asleep but you're not quite in that deep sleep yeah. but then you jerk yourself awake again. Yeah. 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 It's not great. It's not great. But, but you know, hopefully we've covered off a couple of those symptoms. Yeah. If you're starting to think, you know, what's going on? There's plenty of information around now, now, mm. that can, you know, help you decide whether that, that might be a factor, that you might be sort of yeah. in your 40s and you're starting to notice some just some subtle changes. Yeah. That might be something. That and I you also can look think, into. and I also think it's really important for us at this point um, that while a lot of this stuff, as inconsiderate, insensitive doctors will say, is just life, uh, it's a really important time for us, to, if you're not already, to be doing little things for yourself or big things, just doing things for yourself. Yeah, and it can. It, I. I don't. I don't care what that is, except if it's actually then a, you know... Self-destructive part. Self-destructive behaviour. Thank you. That was the <laughs> phrase I was looking for. But, you know, this whole, no, make time to go and catch up with your girlfriends on the weekend or make time every night. I'm doing a meditation every night when I go to bed. Yes, so do I. And my sleep quality has just stratospherically improved. And my shrink was the one who suggested it. He said because... What it's doing, if you're doing it at bed, like at night time, it's clearing your head of all that anticipatory worry for the next yeah, day. Yeah, that you would otherwise that, sit up. That you otherwise sort of sit on and then goes into your subconscious and comes out in the dreams where happens? I have to do a poo while I'm naked on a toilet in the middle of Big W. <laughs> well, what happens is that as the minute ticks by, of course, you start to get more and more anxious and you go, and an hour's gone, oh, that's an hour's sleep that I don't have. So there are a couple of meditations. To find, you know, one, one size doesn't fit all. You'll find someone... Who, my my fellow is Andrew Johnson, and he honestly he has me asleep before the end of it every single night, just because um, of his voice. Oh, what's it's, and what is it on? What what's his what's his thing called? Sleep meditation. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mine is called Insight Timer, and it's free. Yeah. Oh God, it's free. Mm. I, I've got head. I've got Headspace. Um, but Sorry, my shrink I, actually gave me that one. I make a mistake. 
You made a mistake. Deep, deep relax. Oh. Just listen to his voice for a second. Okay. Maybe that's what we need to do at the end of each podcast, is a five-minute meditation. No. Hi, I'm Andrew Johnson. Oh, hi, Andrew. This program is designed to guide you into a deep, natural oh. state of relaxation. Oh, I'm James, James Bond. Or operating machinery. You're not allowed to listen to it in the car. Because <laughs> you will fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Called... Sorry, I'm just going to get it up again. Deep relaxation. Well, get it on the app store free. All right, go. Uh, so the other the other Facebook um, uh, post that I wanted us to cover off on was the one from Kerry. Okay, so at the grand old age of forty seven, I think I better check that. <laughs> I've finally worked out what I want to be when I grow up. Every time I think about it, I'm filled with energy and light and the best kinds of feels ever. And I have 100% no idea on how to make it happen or what to do. Already, I know it's going to take around 15 to 20 years for it to happen from here. If I went, if I went for it, I'd be looking at not just a total change of profession, but I'll also be going from being the primary income earner to God knows what. It's a tough one with a husband and two kids to support. Anyway, what I want to know is, has anyone made a massive life change when it comes to work later in life? Please share with me your stories, experiences and insights at making a drastic career change. I'm summoning the guts to put myself out there. And can I just say, there's more than 100 comments on this, on this, on her post. And it's just, oh, you lot are just remarkable. You're just Oh, amazing. You're just bloody fabulous. Lee started back at uni at 45. She took five years to complete her nursing degree. Um, and she turns 50 in March and she started her new nursing career in February, just in time for COVID. <laughs> well done. It's like you knew. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> um, Ray, oh, she says that she wouldn't call hers a, a call mine a, la a calling later in life. But at the, at the ripe old age of 50, she decided she needed to step out of her comfort zone at being a full-time mum to five kids. And now that the youngest have reached an age where she can leave them to their own devices, uh, she's gone and got herself some qualifications that enable her to chuff off and work at the mines, which I love. Awesome. So great. Oh, what's this? She said, well, I went and got my confined spaces and gas atmosphere <laughs> testing ticket. Wow, that's hardcore. Ray, you're hardcore. <laughs> Do you know what I found interesting about this was that I am in that rut right now. Mm. Yeah, I'm 47. I don't know what I want to be. I don't mm. feel old though. No. We're all – seriously, we've got another 30 years of work. Like, we're but not – What am I going to do? Oh, what would you like to do? <sighs> what would you do? I don't know. This is, I literally draw a blank every time I think about it. You need to do something with animals. Yeah, I would like to do something animal. Dog trainer, dog behavioralist. <gasps> dog behavioralist. Do you have to be a vet to do that? No. What about work? Oh, you see, you couldn't work at a vet because. No, I'd just cry the whole time. Well, no, you'd cry, but if you had to actually see a needle or a. Yeah, I'd spew. Spatula. A spatula. A, um, <laughs> a scalpel. Whatever I'd do, it'd have, it would have to be with people. Um. Michelle, so I'm taking out your suggestions. Please leave your suggestions as to what you think I should do. What um, Mrs. Wu did next? Because I haven't done anything. <gasps> There's a whole new podcast. 
what Mrs. <laughs> what Mrs. Wu did next, uh, and a whole new blog. Um, I went back to uni at fifty four to get a degree in counselling. The first semester damn near killed me. So many tears. Oh my god, I would too. I would just cry through whatever it is. Because I, I, I'd want I want to be a midwife, but it's just are you like, going to do it? Uh, I'm loving my job at the moment so much that yeah. I can't. But then it would, uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, See, I also be, I, you can't get in. It's really competitive. I, I would be a good midwife, but for the blood and guts and stuff. Yeah. You just want to hug the baby afterwards. Yes. <laughs> Go and volunteer at the hospital in the, no, they won't in the let nursery. You. Oh, they won't at the moment, will they? No, you can't um, do anything. So, but nearly four years later, I'm nearly done. Oh, this was Michelle. Did I mention her name? Um, so that's, you know, this is the thing, right? You know? People do this and um, just amazing. Karen is has been a nurse for the thirty for thirty four years, but her husband went from twenty five years as a retail manager to going back to uni. He'd never finished a degree, but had started at least three others. <laughs> He's studying theology and being ordained at the age of forty six. How amazing is that? That's pretty amazing. That's amazing. Wow. Um, Maybe I should sell doTERRA oils. <laughs> Amway. Get rich how? Ask. Get rich now. Ask me how. You know that my um, my dad used to sell Herbalife. Oh my god! That was at the t- that was at the time that he wore a toupee. <gasps> Stop it! And he wore a toupee and he sold Herbalife. So on the car had the big like like magnet stickers and the writing on it and it, that said like. Lose weight now. Ask me how. Was he fat? No, no, he wasn't. But you know, I was, <laughs> I was a little tubby. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Dad used to have me like try and get me taking the health like supplements, and Mum and my and my aunt were trying to get me to take the meal replacement things from Amway. Oh yeah, my in God. fifth grade. You're joking. Fifth grade. No. You are kidding me. No. And we used to do these meal replacements and they came Do you remember limits? Two, yeah, mum would buy limits. So I was allowed to eat those. You just eat a packet of those? Yeah. In one that's go. That's dr- that's oh, Yeah, so the Amway Amway used to make these little meal replacement things and they were a little square and they were covered in like carob or something. I have no idea how they were. But they tasted sort of like peanut butter. But you know when you've had something like that for so long and it's so fake. Yeah, but it just—that's got to just shoot through you like oh, the Drano, man. Yeah, God, no wonder I, no wonder I shit myself all the time now. Bloody hell! Oh well, yes. We yeah, well, we haven't that. talked. We haven't talked about that. No, yet. I don't think we need to. We've got a new audience. Let's we'll save that for next week. <laughs> uh, Nicole started her degree at forty-three. She's going to be a registered clinical psychologist when she's fifty-one. See, that's fine. See, and that's work a, for another twenty that's years. That's also a good age to become a psychologist because you've got it is, some you've got life experience. experience. I went and saw a. a no, but that's a hard that's a hard degree. Like you've got to do all your prac placements and you've got to do oof. I once saw a psychologist. I think I'm too lazy to and go she back. She was like 14 or something. And I couldn't relate to her. No. No. <sighs> well, you can't get a job in the media these days, that's for sure as shit. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing, right? Like I'm like when you know, I'm really loving my media. I'm really loving my job now, but what happens if it folds or... That's all right. We've got the hot flush. We've got the hot flush. We'll be earning a mozza by then. Yes, with our new advertising agency coming on board. <laughs> I can't wait to see what, 
what products they come back, who wants to work with us. I think, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there and you hear an ad like that, that product, (laughs) we get to knock them back though. That's the thing. We get to say no. Oh, do we? Yeah, of course. Michelle has just, she's 46, almost finished her first degree. She doesn't actually say what it is. Oh, she's doing a BA in internet communications. Oh, God, I've got some work for you. Wow. You could, yeah, bloody hell. Um, uh, she's a, oh, uh, oh Yuna, y- y- Yana, sorry, I'm mispronouncing your name. Um, she spent 20 years working in the corporate world and now she's 44 and she's just started studying to become a nutritionist. See, there is life in the old dog yet. It's um in the middle-aged dog yet. It's so great. It is great. We're going to have to wrap it up there, Kim. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, rate us. But only rate us if you like us. If you don't yeah. like us, just walk away, Renee. Yeah. Just, just walk away. Just walk away. You don't need to tell us if you don't like us. If we're not your cup of tea, that's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. But I know that that you do like us. Because not, what's not to like? She only said cunt twice. I know, right? I know. And what's not to, you know, we, we like, there's so much love in the room. There is. There certainly is. If, you, so if, you, if, you're, if you're first, if you're just coming into the fold, welcome. This is a safe space where we laugh and cry and bitch and moan and just be awesome women because that's what women are. Yeah, except for a couple. And then if you're a <laughs> cock, then we're going to kick you out. <laughs> So friendly. I know, right? So hospitable. It's just, you know, you set your parameters. It's tough love. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, thanks for joining us this week. As we like to say, just keep plucking.